0: Welcome to the Linux Gaming News Punch episode 11. Today I'm going to start with three bits of news that aren't exactly the most positive just to get them out of the way. First up is Rocket League. It's my absolute all-time favourite game. There is nothing I enjoy more than kicking back with my gamepad and playing some competitive modes online after a long day. Well, that might not last as long as I had hoped, as they have been acquired now by Epic Games. There was a bit of confusion on this too, as their statements originally weren't exactly clear on what would happen to these. Steam release. This led a number of websites, including The Verge, to act as if it was a fact that it was being removed from Steam. What they've actually said is that it will remain supported, but long-term plans haven't yet been announced. They've clarified it further to say that there's no current plans to remove it from Steam, but we'll see continued support. And they made it clear, though, that there are some long-term plans, so they're still being a little bit ambiguous on what they're doing. Thinking on it a lot more logically, removing such a well-known and hugely popular game that's already established would be a ridiculously bad decision. What I honestly think will happen is that Rocket League, I think, will go free-to-play. They've already made quite a lot of steps towards this to be ready for it with the Rocket Pass, which is very, very similar to the Fortnite Battle Pass. They've taken it a step further as well to add in a new challenges system, again, even more similar to the Fortnite Battle Pass. So I honestly think that's what's going to happen. And it makes sense now. They've got a huge financial backer with Epic Games. So I'm kind of staying a little bit positive about this one because I do love Rocket League and I would absolutely hate for other Linux gamers not be able to try this on Steam in future. Now, another bit of news that might not be great for Linux gaming. Also, to be clear, this next bit is unconfirmed. According to Gary Newman from Facepunch Studios, the creator of the survival game Rust, Easy Anti-Cheat are pausing Linux support. This is the software used by Rust, 7 Days to Die, Fortnite, Robocraft, Insurgency, Sandstorm, even Albion Online recently started using it, and many other games. So, of course, if they're not going to be supporting Linux anymore, it's going to be a bit of a problem. Although, one particular comment on the article I made did perk me up a bit, suggesting an alternative title to my own of Easy Anti-Cheat Extend Gesture of Kindness to Linux Gamers by sunsetting support for literal spyware. I will admit that's actually quite amusing, but the problem is if it is true, then it is bad news for us. I'm waiting for confirmation on that right now, because I have tried to reach out to the people behind Easy Anti-Cheat. We'll just have to wait and see on that one. Whilst we're on the subject of sad news, I might as well keep this going for a moment, as the studio Face Punch, who I mentioned just now, who make the survival game Rust, have given a bit of a update on the status of Linux support. As a very quick bit of background, it originally supported Linux, then they removed Linux support, although you could still buy it and play it on Steam. But we've been waiting to find out what's going to happen to it. They've said with their latest blog post that they're bringing in a new set of fixes for the Linux client that should resolve some of the issues. And they're currently debating internally whether or not to end Linux support in the near future. They say there are many reasons for this but the biggest issue right now is the problematic state of Linux support from third parties. They say any software that supports Linux faces the same problem of putting in a lot of effort for an extremely small customer base which is fair enough that's quite honest and that is truthful at the same time we all know that and they say that unfortunately this means they keep encountering problems with Rust on Linux that cannot be solved by them directly and it requires them to wait around for fixes which can take months or in some cases never materialize. They say they've not made a decision on whether or not they're continuing supporting Linux yet, but they wanted to communicate this process early and so the community is aware of it. Interestingly, this is kind of what sparked the information about easy anti-cheat pausing Linux support as my article got shared to Reddit, which is where Gary Newman then went on to comment to give a little bit more information and he directly mentioned easy anti-cheat pausing Linux support. So it's kind of gone a bit of a circle there. Okay, that was a bit difficult to get through, wasn't it? But don't worry, I've got some positive news now. First up, thanks to Valve. Counter-Strike Global Offensive Danger Zone. Bit of a mouthful. It's their Battle Royale mode. It's all now free to play. They've released a huge update called Sirocco. This is also Valve clearly taking inspiration from other games. Danger Zone itself is obviously very heavily inspired by other Battle Royale games because it's all immensely popular. This does take that inspiration a step further, though taking direct inspiration from Apex Legends and which Fortnite also then took. They've introduced a ping system so you quickly tap the middle button on your mouse and it pings whatever you're looking at directly. It's actually a very useful system and I'm really happy they've actually put that in. It can be incredibly helpful to get over the language barrier when playing with other random people that don't speak your language. You can ping something helpful like ammo or there's an enemy over there. This update also introduces is a huge new map. The original Black Sight map is now gone although that seems like it might only be a temporary thing. This map honestly is it's massive and it actually looks really good as well but it also brings in a new perk system so before you drop into the map you pick a special perk my favourite being the Exo Jump Boots which make you jump quite high. It's quite funny actually. They also detailed some more perks that are coming to the game like Ballistic Shield, the ability to pilot your own drone to start off with armor to get bonus money when you do certain things and more you'll also start with more ammo Uh, your tablet that acts as both the map and radar will now show you the location of the nearest large weapon crate which actually makes things quite a lot easier and quite a lot nicer and when you do completely take out an enemy squad it will now show you a notification that you squad white which i think is pretty cool it's quite surprising really that this update It came out of nowhere and it makes Counter-Strike Global Offensive Danger Zone actually a lot more interesting to play. I've had a huge amount of fun with it. On to something a bit different now, as Mod.io, the service run by the people behind Mod Database and Indie Database, have launched a Unity plugin for their Steam Workshop-like service. What makes Mod.io interesting is that it offers a fully integrated way to manage mods for games, but it's done in a store-agnostic way. I think Mod.io is brilliant, to be honest with you, because I think the Steam Workshop is incredibly useful, but obviously for games that are on GOG.com, itch.io and whatever other store like Humble Store, they lose access to things like that. Having something that is platform agnostic, completely standalone with an open API is going to be incredibly good. And now that they actually have a Unity plugin out there that anybody can use and they confirmed supports Linux as well, hopefully this means more developers might actually use it and not lock themselves into just using the Steam Workshop for modifications. Don't get me wrong, I I like Valve and I like Steam because they've obviously supported Linux quite well over the years now. But I don't like how things like mods are so often locked to one store. And I think the people at mod.io are doing really good work. There's already a game out there actually already using this, which is Meeple Station, and it does seem to work okay. Now we're going to go back to talking about middleware for a moment, which is a bit of a theme for this week's Linux Gaming News Punch. As Vivox, which is a voice chat middleware that works across lots of different platforms, except Linux, actually suggested to a developer to And I quote, have you considered eliminating Linux from your platforms? Now, this is not something that a middleware vendor should really be suggesting to potential partners to just drop a platform. Thankfully, Vivox themselves agreed and they did put out a statement to clear the air. They said that earlier this week in an online chat with a potential client, a member of our team suggested that the client should consider dropping development for Linux because we currently do not provide voice and text chat service for the platform platform. They continued, this was not the right response and we have taken measures to address this. We believe that you should create on whatever platform best suits your project. They also said, in future, we do anticipate developing for Linux and the more games created for and ported to that platform, the faster that support will likely come. So they extended a sort of olive branch there a little bit, gave us a little bit of a tease that Vivox may support Linux in future, but in reality, it's just a bit of friendly EPR speak, I think. But either way, I think it's quite ridiculous that a middleware developer is trying to get game developers to drop Linux as a platform. It's just not a good way to do it, is it? It's not a good look. Oh, right. Yeah, this podcast is actually supposed to be mostly about Linux games, isn't it? Okay. Well, the destruction heavy first person shooter called Sector's Edge, which has a destructive voxel based environment, has actually confirmed that it's going to be coming to Linux. And that's only, a few days after they said it might come to Linux so a couple days later they said yeah okay it's coming to Linux so that's pretty awesome to end this week on I think. Thank you for joining me once again for the Linux Gaming News Punch. I'll be here again next week. Sorry we got a bit ranty about various things this week but that's just the way it's going at the moment hopefully next week we'll have a lot more positivity. As always for the most up to date Linux Gaming News do visit us at gamingonlinux.com and I will see you there. Thank you very much See you next week.